How you doing? Welcome to uh, another Jason Harris podcast. Now, things have changed a little bit since my last one. Those who listened before, this was called J-Life Fit. I'm now branding as Jason Harris for the reason that I'm doing dog training, I do fitness, I'm putting it all together. So I'm going under the name simply of Jason Harris Podcast. This way, it leaves me still do the open chat style. Um, I can cover a lot of different areas of whatever I want to talk about. For those who are listening to this on uh, audio only, I'm uh, sitting outdoors on a beautiful winter's day in Australia. If you hear any odd noises, it's uh, a bit windy and possibly a little bit rainy maybe, so uh, bear with me. But I thought this is a good opportunity to just have a chat. Um, I want to do my first one about dog training today and uh, just cover a few different topics that I think people need to remember when uh, training a dog, when they get a dog, things that can help out. There's a lot more than what I'm going to talk about, um, but this will cover a few things to get people started who may be unsure and just starting out with a dog or a new puppy and things like that, or have an older dog, doesn't matter. So let's get started. Um, for those who don't know, a little bit on my background just before I do, is uh, I was, uh, I've been training dogs all my life since I was a little, little, little young man, had a, lot, a young dog and I used to train it very young, my mother told me, but Professionally, uh, I was in the army as a um, police dog handler in the Australian military, and uh, I did that for a while, which was a great job, and I loved that. And then I worked at Sydney Airport with the quarantine detector dogs, the Beagles. Had my own dog training business for several years in Port Macquarie training uh, all the dogs from general obedience to protection work to scent detection, covering a lot of different fields, which I very much loved, and uh, moved away to the Middle East for several years and now I'm living back, so I'm back starting it again and uh, loving it and missed it very, very much. So I've pretty much been training dogs a lot of my life, always had a passion for it. So I wanna share some of those, my experiences and knowledge with people um, and hopefully I can help people out. So what I wanna cover today firstly is um, when you get a new dog, uh, when to start your training? A lot of people, that's a common question people ask often is when do I start training? Do I have to wait to six months, uh, whatever it is? And the answer is no, you start from day one. Look, you start in different ways with a young puppy, obviously, we, we be a lot more uh, gentle about it and have a lot more fun involved. But we want to get uh, into dog training with our young pups with that imprinting stage. So we so imprint those good lessons on the dog, even though you might not see a lot of these behaviors come out because they're young, it's a bit like young children two-year-old you still teach them the rules even though you probably know they're not going to follow through with it but you know later in life these rules are going to be instilled in that young child and dog training is very similar to that starting young is the way to go to imprint positive things into the dog's mind having good experiences and just enjoying being around the dogs and people and socializing and so forth so the answer is start very very young as soon as you get your dog home you should be implementing your dog training just with small rewards little treats practicing your sits and your stays making it fun and enjoyable, very, very short sessions, a couple of minutes, only young puppies, they're not gonna learn, for, listen for long, they get very tired very quick. But starting very, very young with your dog is really important to get that positive training going and have a good connection with your puppy and uh, have a good connection with training that they tend to enjoy it. So you wanna imprint that very, very young. Whatever style training you do, that is up to you, but the answer is young. Younger the better. As the dog ages, we change our training according to the dog's age and maturity and how we train them. You know, when they get to a year old, nine, nine months old, a year old, we start getting obviously a little bit firmer with our training and expecting a bit more out of our dogs. But as young puppies, we want to keep it a lot of fun. We still want to follow the same rules. What rules they are is up to you. Mine would be, you know, thinking about rules of the one command and the one response and, and uh, you know, being reasonably expecting things out of your pup, not asking four or five times, 
but keeping it a lot more gentle with a young dog. We want to keep it fun and enjoyable. You don't want to have the experience of training if you're negative, we want to enjoy it. So yes, you change your training as they age according to their concentration span, their breed, their ability. You judge your dog, a bit like, again, you judge your child according to what they can do. But uh, yeah, remember to start young. Now, I want to talk to a few things, talk to you about a few things that I believed are caused by owners or dogs' experiences, but, but can be limited and we can you can actually stamp these things out. If you're a person that you get the dog and you know where it comes from, I'm not talking a dog that comes from a shelter, you know, and you don't know how it's history, but if you've had it from a young pup, things like it, like anxiety, separation anxiety, I believe nearly all of this is caused by an owner inadvertently, not on purpose. It's not a bad thing. The owners aren't trying to do it. They just don't know any better. Um, so these are, this is an important thing that can be stamped out. And it, it's fairly easy, in my opinion, to... I always keep saying my opinion because it is only my opinion. It doesn't make me, make me 100% correct. These are judged on my experiences and what I think about, uh, what, how I've seen dogs act and, and uh, knowing the owners and experiences and judged on that. So people may have different experiences, but this is my opinion. Um, yeah, the, the anxiety often is caused by owners meaning well, but they will get a dog and probably one of the biggest mistakes that happens with a dog is people spend too much time with their dog. And you may hear that and go, what do you mean? I should be with my dog all the time. Well, not really, no. Your dog's got to learn that you are going to, wait, going to go away and you are going to come back. No different than a dog being in the wild and their, their mother, you know, their may, father may go away. If you're thinking about dogs that live in, you know, hundreds of years ago, they have to go and hunt and bring food back. And they may, may be gone for days, maybe gone for hours, and those dogs have to deal with it. And these, your young pup has the same instincts as that. So this is where we go get it wrong with dogs. We think that they're now domesticated, so they're different animals and we don't have to treat them the same. This is incorrect. They're, they're, they're still bred and they still have those instincts that are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old and they're not gone. We just don't see them, they don't come to the surface as much, but they're still very much there. So you need to remember that if you don't have time away from your dog for the first, let's say four weeks, and then suddenly at a month in, you go away for five hours, that dog may freak out about it. And this is what can cause separation anxiety. So what we need to remember are things like, when you bring your young puppy home, even as a young pup, that it can sleep in a separate place from you. It doesn't always start sleeping with you. I know it's hard when the dog's crying and barking, but when that dog's yelping and barking, you might, you might check on it, but we don't want to teach the dog from day one, if I bark, 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 you'll come and get me and I'll go to sleep with you. From that day there forward, that dog's gonna learn, how do I get control of my, my parents? I just bark and yelp, they'll come and get me and bring me in. And that's where you start imprinting that anxiety because it starts being re reinforced. How do I get them to come? I cause mischief, I bark, I bite, I do whatever I wanna do, I scratch the furniture, they'll come and get me. We need to teach the dog that that's not going to work. We're not gonna put up with the behavior. How you deal with that, that's another conversation. Whether you ignore it, whether you go and reprimand the dog, Again, another conversation, but what you need to be aware of is not having too much time with your dog, having time away. It may be that you have your dog at home and you leave it at home in a controlled area safe, but you go for a walk for 10 minutes by yourself without the dog. When you do this, when you go, don't make a fuss. Don't go, oh, I'm going, watch out, I'm going. And when I come back, make a fuss. Just walk out the door. When you come home, again, don't make a fuss for the first few minutes, I would say. Come home, hey, how are you doing to the dog? Quick pat, walk off. Later on, a few minutes in, then you might start giving the dog a lot more attention. But 
be aware this separation anxiety can be caused from use. You can make a game of this. When you're practicing your stays, do your stays, and then you build to a point where you're doing hidden stays. Your dog might stay in a position, and you go away for first time 10 seconds, 20, 30, 40, build up to five minutes. The dog learns to stay there for five minutes until you come back. Don't call the dog from where it is, you return to the dog. Sometimes you'll do recalls, but we don't want to teach the dog that you'll always come teach it to come from that spot. It stays there until you come back, you come back, you reward it, good dog, no bad behavior. So anxiety can be very easily stamped out or not created in the start by being aware of these things, not having too much time with your dog. Having time away from your dog, teaching that, that you'll come back, that's not a big deal. But don't go from four months with your dog, no time away, to suddenly thinking you can leave for a day. The dog's probably gonna freak out, especially if you a young pup. So let's uh, try and remember those things. Now aggression, again, another one that I believe, again, I'm taking out dogs here that were in shelters and so forth. I'm, taking, I'm talking about dogs that you know where they were, you've had them from young dogs. Aggression. Aggression, I, again, I believe is caused by owners, whether it be training it into the dog or causing it by, normally comes back to lack of socialising. This young dog hasn't been around dogs at all for the first few months of its life, and then suddenly you take it to a dog park and it sees all these other big dogs, doesn't know how to deal with it. This is where it comes from. Because sometimes aggression, it gets misread as aggression when it could be fear, so I probably should reword it a bit. There's aggression, outright aggression, where a dog wants to attack other dogs. Most of the time it's not that. Normally it's lack of socialising. So it's nervous, it's anxious, and it looks like aggression, but it's not. It's really a dog that's just very uncomfortable, very nervous, and doesn't know how to socialise with these other dogs. And you can get rid of that very easily by A, socialising it very young, consistently, having good experiences, no negative experiences. If you see a dog that you think is not gonna work well with your dog, don't take it near it, trust your gut. You don't want your young pup having a bad experience and then thinking all dogs are bad or it remembers that you wanna have good, positive experiences with other dogs. And you have this right, it is your dog, you don't have to go near other dogs if you don't want to. If you're not comfortable, don't go near them. This is up to you. Don't feel pressured by someone to go, oh, I want to pat your dog, or I want your dog to meet my dog. This is your dog, bring it out how you want. But be aware, socialising is very, very important. Understand how to read your dog's body language, correcting them at very young for behaviour you don't like. Remember, you are at the top. How they act depends on how you let them act. So if they're going to get away with aggression and you just ignore it, that can build very easily. Like our police dogs in the army, we can get a dog from day one with pretty much no prey drive, very little prey drive, to building that prey drive up to eventually three months later that dog can attack an arm by building it up and teaching it. But we, or we can stop that, we can teach it to different levels. That is the same with your dog with aggression. You can let it build, you can let it build, you can let it build, or you can stop it there and then by the first time you see it, stamp it out, teach your dog that behavior is not acceptable. So be aware of aggression, make sure you're socializing your dog, let them meet dogs with positive experiences, leaving, having fun, having good association with where it goes as a good positive place to be, not a negative place to be. Be aware of that. Now, your basic obedience, it is that, it is basic. Keep it basic, it doesn't have to be complicated, but think of a few simple rules. Ones I like to use, would, taught to me, uh, would be one command, one response. So we command, direct, and praise. Give the dog the command. Dog's name first, Max, sit. Okay, it doesn't sit, direct it to sit, praise it for sitting. That is more classical conditioning. So you've got your two basic ideas of teaching a dog. Classical conditioning and more operant conditioning, which is like a positive reinforcement thing all the time. So you'll say sit to your dog, you might say it 20 times, the dog eventually sits and you reward it. My way about that, and a lot of other good trainers, is more along the lines of one command. 
you say it once, the dog doesn't do it, you push it into position. It's not about hurting your dog, it's just pushing it into position, teaching it, you say the word sit, and you show it what sit means. We could teach a dog sit by saying pen. It doesn't matter what you say. Obviously we use common sense words, but we could use anything. So my one command, one response, be firm but fair. Be firm, don't be afraid to reprimand your dog. And on the other end, praise your dog obviously, but it's okay to reprimand your dog. Your dog doesn't take it personal. It doesn't sit in the corner and say, oh, I got spoken to terribly. You can't sit in a timeout in a bedroom and it sits in the room and goes, I'm sorry for what I did. It doesn't. It sits in the room and looks around and goes, what can I bite and scratch and pull apart in this room? So reprimand has to be at the right time. Praise at the right time. Firm but fair. One command, one response. And remember, they're instinctive opportunistic predators. So they're very, very instinctive. They, what they do with digging, with running and chasing things, it's all in here, it's DNA, it's very hard for them not to do. And the opportunistic side of it is if you leave a gate open, unless the dog's taught not to do it, it's gonna go out the gate. Don't be angry at the dog, shut the gate next time. Be aware, if you give a dog an opportunity, it's gonna take the opportunity. And they are still predatory animals. That pulling the, the rope that you have and the tug of war, that's all predatory instinct. We've honed it so it's domesticated and fun and good times, but truth is to that dog, that could be a bone, they could be pulling meat off that bone. But we see it as a toy and a rope, so understands they still have that predatory instinct. So if you're gonna play that tug of war, it's okay, but teach the dog when you say stop, it stops. It puts the rope down and it understands that the leader has spoken, game is over. Instinctive, opportunistic predators, be firm but fair, one command, one response. Now, choose the style of training you're going to do, whether you use the more positive reinforcement or use the classical conditioning, the one command, one response, that's up to you. I have my opinion what I think is better and that'd be more on the classical side. That being said, there is a need for other ways to do it as well, don't get me wrong. Different dogs need different training to find your way home. But eventually, I like to come back to that area, that one command using your primary and secondary rewards, which be food for a great job and a pat for average, being aware of different reward systems. And don't forget your approximation training, successive approximation. Example be, you have a goal of doing a 10 meter sit stay with your dog. Let's start at one meter, half a meter for five seconds. Do that 10 times perfect. Then move to a meter, 10 times perfect. Two meters, if you fail at two, go back to three. Have that approximation training until you build. The idea of that is you have a goal to get to and you break down that goal to get to that level where you want to get to. So that is your approximation training. You take your time, you build, you build, you build and you eventually get there. You reward the behavior you want and you tend to ignore the stuff you don't want. You don't need to overly reprimand, but the reward for that good 30 second sit stay, great dog, then I move to another meter. Great dog, and you move and you move and you move. And you be very patient and you be very, very consistent. Now, there's a lot more to dog training, but there's some good basics to remember. Hopefully this will give you some notes to write down and things to go by with your dog. Understand that you are in control. Remembering things like entering and leaving gates and doors, you go first, all of these basics. But everything I spoke about should cross over to their daily lives every day. When you feed it, sit, stay, watch the food, free, eat, whatever word you use, release to eat on command. Be in control of your dog from day one and you're gonna enjoy your dog more, have a better relationship and uh, less frustration with your dog. So remember all these tips, very, very important to socialize and the anxiety and the aggression, learn how to deal with it, learn how not to cause it and you're going to have a much better dog for it. Hope this helped you out. I appreciate it. Subscribe if you enjoyed it. Share the video, let others know about it and we can grow this channel and bring you more videos. Thanks again, guys. See ya.